Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, on the line with me is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How are you today? I'm so excellent. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's been a nice day so far, and we have a great guest today. We have the global CEO. Global. Do you hear that? No, that's I do. The it's type a big deal. That, that's the type of people we're attracting to Cause Talk Radio now. Global CEO Jackie Hart at the Starlight Children's Foundation. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Joe. Hey, Megan. Thanks for having me. Wow. I don't think we've ever had a global CEO on the show. We've had CEOs before, but I don't I know. know about global. The global? No way. You know what I mean? I mean, we can't get, we can't do any better than this, Jackie. You're like <laughs> you're like the top banana of the show after a hundred and how many episodes, Megan? Hundred and two. This will be hundred and two. I know, hundred and two episodes. Fantastic! Great yes. number. Congratulations on your success. That's Thank right. you. And and Jackie, we know that you are at the Starlight Children's Foundation. We're hoping that you can tell us a little bit about your organization. But one of the things that we really want to talk about is this wish list, the Starlight wish list that you folks have put together. So could we talk about both of those today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. So Starlight's 32 years old. We started in the early days in 1982 as a wish-granting organization and quickly added to our portfolio of services to support kids and families from hospital to home. So about four years ago, we started a global strategic plan to, you know, look at what the current unmet needs are of um, in the pediatric space with the evolution of technology and uh, the um, healthcare around the world and see what programs we have that are relevant, which ones needed, you know, uh, needs are unfulfilled and mm-hmm. had a very uh, distinct dialogue with our partner facilities in order to build what you just referred to as the Starlight Wishlist platform. Yeah, which is huge. So what is it specifically, when you talk about Starlight in terms of the services you offer, and I mean, you guys are into everything. Is there something specific that you folks really focus on the most or something that you're really known for? Yeah, so we improve pediatric care. Our Mm. official mission statement is that we partner with experts to improve the life and health of kids and families around the world. So we optimize that experience. So when a child is diagnosed with a catastrophic illness or has um, an injury, a life-altering injury, and they enter that pediatric space, we transform that. So from the early days where we transformed spaces inside of hospitals in the early 1990s, which mm-hmm. today, thankfully, when you go to a children's hospital, it's you know more like a uh, hopefully an aquarium or a mm-hmm. children's museum than something that's stark and scary. Yeah. We were early um, uh, providers in that space. We were the first to use digital animation to um, uh, in the in the uh, space to uh, explain to children a diagnosis or a procedure. So we have many, many firsts. We were the first to create a private social network about a decade before Facebook with the help wow. of Steven Spielberg, our Chairman Emeritus, yeah, and uh, uh, the late uh, uh, General Schwarzkopf raised about $50 million of cash and in kind to create Starbright World. So we really divide our flagship programs really into two overarching areas, Starbright World and, um, you know, the wishlist platform, which activates Mm -hmm. uh, and raises funds and awareness for all unmet needs for our partner facilities. Mm -hmm. So what was the genesis of the the wishlist? What's, What's that thing that really prompted you folks to do this? Yeah, great question. So in we have a very, very uh, deep and, and uh, organic dialogue that we have with our partner hospitals, clinics. We support respite houses, pediatric hospices, and um, uh, 
specialty camps that support uh, children that have, uh, you know, a, a medical, uh, you know, that are medically fragile. And so in that dialogue, we basically sat down and, and said, you know, what is it if you could have everything, anything that could improve pediatric care truly? And they began to describe the fact that donors in their uh, desire to help will sometimes, you know, show up at the loading dock with, you know, bags, boxes, or a truckload mm -hmm. of, of items that they feel that they have, you know, either excess or, or what have you, and they thankfully smile and they have to <laughs> log in the, the items, right, and they have to, you know, send them, let the foundation know to send an acknowledgement, and when they have the time, you know, after they put it into storage that they actually don't have, they have to then open everything. Is it, you know, does it pass uh, infection pr control protocol? Has it been damaged? Is it open? And by, by the by, is it on the federal recall list? Mm -hmm. And so they said, gosh, if we could possibly have what we need when we need it and right. the quantity that we can consume it, you would really transform our world. And that's exactly what we did. So uh, you had sort of mentioned that you have this, r r tell me the name of the social platform again, Star, Star Bright. Oh, Starbright World. So you have Starbright World, and then you're really separating into this wish list platform. So am I understanding that your entire organization is sort of now focused around the wish list platform based on all of the process yeah. and, that you've just described? Right. So if you're a, a familiar kind of, a, I'll, I'll draw a parallel to the investment community, right, where you have things that are proprietary and then things mm -hmm. that are what they call, you know, open source or open mm -hmm. platform. So what we did was we reflected on the fact that even though we've had a brilliant history of creating proprietary programs, as other nonprofits too, we wanted to open up the world, if you will, so that all unmet needs Mm -hmm. uh, are fulfilled. In essence, if you're a pediatric care facility, you can ask for anything. Right. Right. And we will raise funds and awareness to deliver that, not just the amazing things that Starlight has been known for, such as we created the first ever uh, you know, bedside mobile entertainment unit. We created, like I said, the, the, the digital anim, uh, animation and education uh, series. We created, you know, what was PC PALs, which were laptops that are now the Starlight tablet. So we mm -hmm. still have a very, very vibrant portfolio of proprietary programs, but now you can order, in essence, anything, uh, right. in theory, an unmet need that you have to improve pediatric care. So that's the uh, the transformative experience that is the Wishlist platform. It's a technology platform where it really has two engines underneath it. You as a donor <laughs> can type in the name of a facility or a location or even the specialty that the uh, facility you know supports, and you can see what they're requesting. Yeah. And you can point, click, and ship what that is directly to their doorstep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jackie, I saw that today because, I, you know, and I have to say, I think the platform works really well. Um, you know, I just did it myself. I went on today. I actually saw that you, you, uh, you folks uh, support uh, my old employer, the Boston Medical Center, which is a safety net hospital Wonderful. in Boston. So there was a bunch of items there that you could buy and, you know, support them and stuff like that. So the interface works incredibly well. You know, I think the challenge, Thanks. though, Jackie, with any of this stuff, though, is how do you get people to go there? And that's what you folks have done such a great job doing, right? What is, it's something like you've Thank redeemed like 2.5 million so far or something of items? 
That's exactly right. So the we we've had about two and a half million, a little more than two and a half million dollars of support um, on the technology platform. And so what that means is we have two two engines. We have what we call a front engine and a back engine. The front engine is that donors like you or I, private individuals, uh, or systems, you know, uh, Greek systems, sorority, uh, scouts, uh, local schools, PTA, uh, anybody or any group can go on and 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 really uh, adopt a mm-hmm. wish list for a partner facility, and they could, and we've had this experience happen, where they uh, fulfill every item on the list for a partner right. facility. Mm-hmm. So yep. we've had corporate partners do that and such. You go in and you say, oh, gosh, I'd be happy to fulfill all their needs, and boom, mm-hmm. it's done, and it's, it's, it's wonderful, and they kind of get showered on all of, all of the items. Yeah, the back-end engine is large-scale product philanthropy. Mm-hmm. So we know that corporations are very, very philanthropic, and we, we're grateful for that, but it's not always, as you well know, uh, through cash gifts. So right. they may have you know, slow and obsolete product that still meets our very highly uh, critical um, you know, requirements for need, that mm-hmm. improves the care for, for hospitals, pediatric mm-hmm. care, and that they can then make a donation on the back end and through the very same catalog, if you're a partner facility like Boston Medical, Children's Hospital Los Angeles, any of our partner facilities, we have more than 550 of them that in aggregate support more than 26 million um, pediatric patients, uh, you could then uh, go as the hospital and take down that, uh, you know, the, the portion that you can use. So it may be toys, it may be, we have 16 different categories, it may be electronic uh, uh, games, it could be health and beauty, and you could request uh, the quantity that you think you can consume to support the children. That's fascinating. Wow, that's great. And so, you know, uh, you folks, avid users of social media, whether it be blogging or Facebook, Twitter, all those other different things to get the word out about the program? Yes, indeed. We have uh, six social channels that we uh, manage uh, and curate content for uh, regularly. Um, and additionally, uh, to your point about uh, you know how we've activated that, we found that obviously the most organic um, posts um, through our partner facilities actually create support for them directly. So we've created a, a, a toolbox for them to ah, use. Yep. And a great story is that yeah, you know, a local facility where we had a couple of child life specialists who posted uh, directly on their Facebook page, and all of a sudden we started noticing that there was a significant uptick in requests. Mm-hmm of much-needed mm. items for that facility, and we realized that they had organically posted through their social channels. So we have a toolkit yep. where um, folks can post, and that uh, that goes a long way in, um, to your point, driving traffic and, and fulfilling uh, needs and raising awareness. Yeah, no, I think that's key, don't you, Megan? I do, and I- I'm curious to know how... Because there are certainly other nonprofits that work with children's hospitals and provide these sorts of things, whether it's, you know, blankets or games or what have you, even, you know, video gaming consoles. Are you are you collaborating at all with those other nonprofit organizations and trying to be kind of the place where all of these donations are happening? Or how do, what does that look like? Absolutely. That's a great question. So we've historically been uh, a key player in the child life space. And we've noticed as we have built relationships throughout hospital systems that other departments, if you will, have much needed, um, you know, a lot of needs that are going unfulfilled as well beyond, you know, that that area. So, um, you know, recent research has shown that it's 
three times as profitable to support an adult uh, as a child. And so there's been a lot of, um, you know, compression on pediatric care where hospitals, if that's not their specialty, will kind of get out of the pediatric business. Hmm. And so... um, there's a lot of compression now in the system, and so the need has b- become much more acute. So the partner facilities that we have are, you know, in every country and territory we operate in, we absolutely double down on freestanding facilities. We also support pediatric wings and wards. We support, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, camps, cancer clinics, burn burn clinics, and so forth, burn centers. And so um, to your point, we, we are in many ways that one-stop shop, but I think the best compliment we've received mm-hmm. is that our partners tell us that we're the uh, the only nonprofit they're familiar with that actually collaborates as a nonprofit, which I, oh, again very humble yeah, right. here. You know <laughs> yeah. that we actually represent them in a manner that is uh, quite cooperative, and so mm-hmm. we introduce corporate partners and donors and so forth to our partner facilities, and in so doing, um, it lifts up all pediatric care. And mm-hmm. when they ask us, gosh, you know, uh, you know, nonprofits sometimes are very very competitive. Are you worried that? If you, you know, bring in a celebrity, a talent, if you bring in, you know, a corporation, if you do this, if you do that, you know, they, what if what if you lose that donor? And mm-hmm. we kind of smile and say, you know, our mission says we partner with experts to improve the life and health of kids and families around the world. There's right. no asterisk that says so long as we get credit. Mm. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, I mean, that sort of openness, though, Jackie, is so key, I think, to organization success. Because what we do find, though, is when organizations do exactly what you're doing, they make a bigger pie. They don't cut it into smaller pieces. They make it actually bigger that everyone can benefit from. Very well said, Joe. Very well said. Yeah, no, I think that's key. You know, I got, I'm curious too, Jackie, about this model here. And, and I'll tell you, for a CEO too, we've talked to a lot of CEOs of the show. You're extremely educated about what is happening with uh, the different things in your organization. And I'm really impressed like that. Most CEOs aren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're the other type, I feel like I'm talking to like the chief technical officer or something, you know, um, about this well, program. Well, you're very kind. We have a, a brilliant, brilliant team and we, uh, we absolutely, um, we believe in a concept of, of circular leadership, right? You keep shifting, 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 and yeah. you kind of lead with what, whoever the, 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 the key person is to make sure that we continue to advance that mission. It's uh, That's right. The, the so pyramid, you, I think, is an old way of managing. In your other ear, do you have, like, different people on your team, like, whispering things in your ear right now? <laughs> I mean, that's probably... Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding up flashcards. <laughs> that's you know, exactly Jack, right. That's what I was kind of interested in, Jack, is, you know... Do you think, and we, and Megan and I always try to ask this question too, because we're very interested in what Starlight's doing, but we're also thinking about how this could be applicable to other organizations and other types of causes. Could this work for other causes? Now, we know it works in education, right? Because we have examples of donor choose and other types. And we know that it works with you with Children's Hospital, which is a really vibrant area. Could this work in other areas too, what you folks are doing on your site with the wish list? Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced that it can. And the reason is that we're really trying to look at a way to align resources to actually disrupt systems and provide better care. And that's not unique to pediatrics and certainly not really uh, unique to, you know, public schools and education. So, you know, if you look at the concept of, you know, hunger, and we know there's enough food to feed, uh, but where, where is the food? You know, where are right. things kind yeah. of exiting? Excellent, the food? excellent point. And yeah. 
Yeah, so this aligns it so we could actually um, make the resources work within the system to improve care. Mm. I'm, I'm curious to know how long this took you to develop from the time that you decided, yes, this is what we have to do until it was live or in beta or what have you. Yeah, because, I mean, your site's pretty snappy looking, too. Yeah, it's I mean, great. You know, it's, it looks good. Thank it functions you. really well and stuff like that. So I was tooling through this one thing. I kept on drilling down on a product, you know, because I was, like, testing it. And then I realized it was a product that was $5,000. And while I really want to buy something for you, I don't want to buy a $5,000 product, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> then I had to think, like, oh, wait no, I, I, we, I got information yet. <laughs> After we uh, we you know went to our board to get uh, approval for you know the the kind of the new strategic plan and laid that piece out, we uh, did an RFP and had uh, wonderful people uh, respond, and we went with uh, we think a brilliant um, expert in the e-commerce world. Uh, their name is Guidance, and they're based out of Marina del Rey in uh, Southern California in the LA area. And they actually have built incredible sites for the for-profit world. In fact, we often get accused of, you know, do you realize you're a nonprofit? And I said, well, we don't, we don't believe in labels to begin with, and I hope you don't mean that pejoratively. But, <laughs> you know, um, so they, they built the, the site for us, and it's, it is um, uh, beautiful, and we, we continue to partner with them to, to optimize the site and continue evolving it with, uh, with our experts. But it took about a year. Um, for it to be built after the scoping and so forth, but uh, and and there's there's still our partner today. No, that's good because you know something like this, you just can't build it and leave it. It constantly needs to be updated and tweaked and repaired and all those other things. And see, that's the thing too. When you know any type of technology, I think nonprofits get into Jackie and Megan is they got to really think. You know, do I want to be in this? Is this something I can make a commitment to? Not only in resources but in money. And um, and if they can't, maybe they shouldn't be doing it. No, agreed, agreed. And to your point earlier about supporting our partner facilities, 100% uh, of the support on the platform goes direct to the facility. So mm -hmm. if you want to send something to Boston Medical, unless you yep. click an optional donation to Starlight, which I'm sure you noticed, 100% um, yep. goes directly to the partner facility. And I think that's why uh, it's really a testament to our belief that we're trying to lift up the sector. Mm. Jackie, I'm curious to know, this is all phenomenal, and I'm sure there have been a couple of little challenges along the way. What have you run into that was somewhat surprising or that maybe you didn't expect as far as rolling this out or maybe something on the back end, something on the user interface? What what have been some of the sticking points? Jackie, I, to... I have to apologize to <laughs> Megan. Megan is always looking for the I'm dirt. just fascinated. Okay, so, I mean, this is where just the want, lessons just give are, us, Joe. Just give us one piece of salacious information and she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, it was very humbling to see that in the short time, we went into beta about a year ago, that already we have more than $7 million of pending requests. Wow. And so that uh, we didn't anticipate that the need would be so big so quickly. Mm -hmm. And so um, that, that's very humbling to know what the requests are. And we know down to the skew, whether it's an item, um, you know, how many unique items, and there are about 5,000. How many, uh, if you multiply the unique items times the quantity that they need that's representative to that 7 million plus, it's 162,000 units. So from wow. the box of crayons that, you know, a, a scout could afford or a student um, to the $5,000 that, Joe, I think earlier in the program mm -hmm. you wanted to order, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was thinking I could put my birthday wish up there or something. You know what I mean? Oh, so I was that's like, wow, yeah, this thing that's, functions really you. well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the segue, actually. We're launching a <laughs> gift card program, which allows you to um, not only before you could order an item and say, you know, for Joe's birthday, Jackie yep. sent you such and such. You mm-hmm. can now do it on a gift card where Jackie will send Joe a birthday card, but then you can log on and redeem that gift card for the partner facility of your choice, which could be Boston Medical. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I know that you, one of the things I saw in the press release too, is you mentioned the gift card in the context of like millennials, uh, you know, which we kind of define as people under the age of 30. Have you guys given some thought about like how this platform will operate in a mobile world? on people's smartphones and tablets and stuff like that. I mean, are you folks already thinking about that? I mean, you may have already done it in that it's optimized for mobile, but is it something that you're kind of thinking a lot more about because people kind of move away from desktops? Absolutely. We've been tracking and there's been a significant uptick in how many people um, actually use the site via mobile. I know, isn't it? And that's been and tablet and, you know, a decrease for those who are desktop users, to your point. So we built it with guidance so that it could have responsive design and we Mm -hmm. optimized for that both on the uh, wishlist platform as well as Starbright World in our uh, private social network. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because I think there are, it's kind of interesting, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And and Megan, you know that I've written a lot about the Internet of Things and iBeacon technology too that has the ability to kind of push notify people. There might be some opportunities with that in terms of what people's needs are and then when people come in contact with the facility, you can let them know if they've downloaded your app, if there's an item that that facility needs. Absolutely, Joe. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, You're so going to join an advisory board pretty soon. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Just get busy on my wish list, Jackie. <laughs> fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, this has all been really, really interesting. It's really, I think, just testament, as you said, to the fact that you are collaborating with other nonprofits, that you are really trying to wrap your arms around the entire picture of what's needed out there is so impressive to both Joe and I. So thanks so, so much for joining us. Can you please tell us where people can find out more about Starlight or yourself online? Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan and Joe. Yes, they could uh, invite you to go to starlight.org. And on Twitter, it's at Starlight Online. Fantastic. Thanks so, so much. And we will put those up in the show notes. And then, Joe, how about you? Where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me on my blog, selfishgiving.com. Uh, they can also find me on Twitter, at Joe Waters. And I have over 3,000 cause marketing pins now at Pinterest that you can check out at pinterest.com, front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter, at Megan Strand. And I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at causeupdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and we would love it if you would log in and leave us a comment and on behalf of jackie and joe and myself we'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of cause talk radio and we'll see you next time 